0: What's true today might not be true an hour, a day, or a month from now I'm going to give you the truth straight, no chaser Glad to have you aboard, let's get it Welcome to episode 24, friends and family I hope you guys are prepared to be entertained and dazzled for the next hour or so As uh, me and my boy Big Joe and the Big rig get you caught up on what's happening in sports in Dallas-Fort Worth Uh, This is going to be an interesting show, because I told... Joe just before we came on I'm on fumes now I was gonna not gonna tell y'all this but then I decided my brother oh what's up man what up what feel? up
1: it's all good let's, let's
0: get yeah. up oh see he's excited big Cowboys win uh, blowout win for your Dallas Cowboys over the Los Angeles Chargers no the Los Angeles Rams they beat the Chargers last week 43, <laughs> 43 to 20 and uh, let me tell y'all real quick while I'm loopy and I like, to, I like to take y'all behind the scene every now and then just because I got a lot of friends. Joe is one of them. I don't think he feels this way anymore because he's known me for so long. But a lot of my friends or uh, associates think, oh, you're a sports writer. That's a glamorous life. Wow. You get to go here. You get to go there. You get to watch games in person. All of that is true. But it comes with a price that most people don't consider. And see, and I understand from the jump, okay, let's make this clear. I am not bitching. I'm not complaining. I'm just telling you what it's like because it can be interesting to those of you who don't know. So like yesterday, I got to do something that was fantastic. And yes, this is just a quick opening before we get into the game. Big Cowboys win I got to go to the Granddaddy Mall, The Rose Bowl Never been there It's on my bucket list of places to go It's beautiful Got to go there and watch Colorado play A very interesting game against UCLA They lost the game uh, 28-16 I went down and did the interviews Came back up Wrote for just a little bit Got lost in the parking lot Looking for my car Because they ain't had no lights out there That's another story So, making a long story short, I was up working last night till about 1 o'clock in the morning in L.A., which is what time? 3 o'clock body time in Dallas. Then I had to return the rental car at 5 to make sure I made my flight at 8. So, yes, I got about two and a half, three hours of sleep, and it wasn't good because I was tossing and turning, and making sure I didn't miss miss the uh, rental car thing, which would make me miss the flight. Watched half the game on, uh, on the airplane before I landed in Dallas. Watched the, the, about the middle of the second quarter in the Uber. <laughs> and watched the second half at home. And uh, tried to take some notes on the first clock game for a story I got to write tomorrow. Which is why I'm a little bit late because uh, I sent Joe some notes and said, hey, let's talk about this. And during the commercial in the San Francisco game, your boy passed out and fell asleep. And I tell y'all all to say that this is part of the glamorous life that most people don't know about a sports reporter. But uh, enough of that, uh, you know, none of this is possible without my friends over there greening law. And uh, it's no cap when I tell you this. And young folks say that, which means no lie. It means this is the truth. If you're involved in an accident and it's not your fault, and it doesn't matter where it takes place, if it's not at your crib and it's not your fault, what you got to do, matter of fact, you should put this in your phone. 972 934 8900 Dial the number, punch it in, and put it in your favorites just in case. Then you ain't got to look for it at the moment of truth. And I'm telling you, you pick up the phone, the consultation's free. You just tell them, hey, here's my situation. What do y'all think? And if they bring you on as a client, it's been your lucky day, bro. I mean, it really has. Uh, because anybody who's ever been involved in an insurance deal, let alone where you're trying to get paid because you've been injured and it's not your fault, somebody else's negligence. Man, that thing is long and tedious. It can be scary. A lot of cases it can be intimidating uh, because people are fighting over, over money. And what's important to them? Well, in a fight, you want a great corner man. You want somebody who can walk you through the process. You want somebody who can tell you when to walk, when to hold tight when to move left, when to move right, when to stay still. You want somebody who will do all of that. That's what Robert Greening and the Green Team does. Um, And here's another question folks have. Well, they get this big firm. They got a lot of clients. Where am I? You're going to be number one on the priority list. You know why? They don't get paid unless you get paid. Simple as that. They don't get paid unless you get paid. So if you're involved in an accident, it's not your fault. Pick up the phone. Call Greening Law. 972-934-8900. Tell me your boy J.J.T. sent you. Dude. Before we get deep in the Cowboys game, let me say this. You know, a lot of people call Monday after after an NFL game overreaction Monday. If your team lost, we suck, we'll never win again. We just need to tank for Caleb Williams. If your team won, we got a shot to win it all this year. Ain't no great teams out there. They all fly. My team can win it. We can go to the Super Bowl.
1: There's a lot of truth in that.
0: There's
1: <laughs> <laughs> a lot of truth in that. <laughs> for sure.
0: And so I say that only to say the NFL season is long, man. It's a lot of ebb and flow to that thing. And it's easy because there's only 17 games. To overreact to wins and losses. Uh but when you look, and, and most of the time it's exaggerated because you're only watching your team. You glance everybody else's game. If you're a Falcons fan, you watch the whole Falcons game from top to finish. You can tell me everybody in their starting the lineup and they're too deep and how many plays they played last week.
1: And and you hate the Cowboys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh you know, but you only glance at all the other games. You don't see other quarterbacks missing wide open receivers. You think only Dak does that. You don't see other coaches making dumb calls or other players and teams making dumb mistakes, uh, that either help them lose games or or they play great. That's all I'm saying. And I say that under the premise of three weeks ago your Cowboys sucked, they're never be any good. They got blown out 42-10, they disappoint me. Ah, to hell with them, man. I knew it was going to be like this. Jerry Jones sucks. We need to bring Jimmy back.
1: <laughs> oh, we we need to start Trey Lance. We need to start Trey. Lance.
0: Yeah, we, we need to start Trey Lance, Trey Dak, and bring Jimmy back. And if we could exhume Landry, we could put him on the sideline, too. Uh, and since then, the Dallas Cowboys had a very impressive win over the L.A. Chargers. And then, excuse my French, they beat the shit out the Rams today. It's a very interesting game to me, though. Meanwhile, if I'm not mistaken, Big Joe at the Big Red, your San Francisco 49ers have lost three straight. Yeah. They are now behind the Dallas Cowboys in in the standing in in terms of, you know, we got big dreams around here for people. So when you look at the playoffs, Cowboys would play at the crib if they end up with San Francisco based on today. We know it's not over today, but hey, two weeks ago, we were like, dang, Cowboys got to make another trip to the Bay. You know, that's an ass kicking coming. Well, maybe not if they get to play them at the crib. it be a different story. That's a big ass maybe. Maybe, 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 maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying. I got but you. that's, yeah, I got that's you. what's happened in just a few yeah. weeks. Yeah. The, oh my God, will Philadelphia ever lose a game? Well, they keep winning, but they don't look great. now. Nah. This is me glancing their games Not studying their games uh, I mean Jalen Hurts did throw for 300 yards Before touchdowns But last, when I first checked on the plane Them boys was down 14-3 to the commanders That's Washington And it, they was down 17-10 Late in the third quarter And nobody has any respect For the commanders uh, The Eagles slipped by somebody A couple weeks ago So they they're not beating people up
1: yeah, they're having red zone problems, too.
0: Yep. Jalen Hurts got a bruised knee. Mm-hmm. Uh, he now has... Uh, before today, he entered the game with nine touchdowns and eight interceptions. Now, if Dak had nine touchdowns and eight interceptions, the world would stop. Uh, but anyway, that's just... T- the
1: difference in that is that they winning.
0: Well, yeah. That's, that's the what, whole
1: thing. When you six and one like that, or whatever they are, you... you it's a difference, you know. You, that kind of stuff gets kind of glossed over. But we're we're going to be man. discussing that on Thursday anyway. So.
0: Oh, look at you, yeah, promo, so, and I like that. Yes, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, Clarence
1: on cloud nine right now.
0: Come on, man. We're not. we going to let. We, Clarence does not live rent free in our minds. We're not talking about him today. <laughs> okay. So that he can claim that. Oh. Well, uh, uh, anyway. Yeah. So all of this is to say. That was a heck of performance from your Dallas Cowboys today. And I don't think I wanted to start with this because I wanted to talk in general first. That the offense looked really good after a very, very slow start. Matter of fact, um, I guess we we will go through it like that. This was a very interesting game to me because when I look back at the game and I tweeted this out, And those of you uh, who are into Twitter, I'm at JJT underscore journalist. I don't think you're on Twitter, are you? No. All right. Um, To me, at one point, I'm looking, because, you know, I've I've already told you, I watched some of the game on an airplane, some of the game in an Uber, and the rest of the game at the crib. Now, on another discussion for another day, that's kind of cool that you could do that, bro, that you could watch. On your iPad, on the phone, on your phone, in a car, and then come home and watch it on the TV. That's pretty cool it with is. technology. For real. That's pretty cool. But I sat there and tweeted out, man, when the score was 33-3. to 3, I'm like, this entire game, the entire thing changed on kind of a bullshit illegal contact penalty. Yep. I mean, really, think about it. I know, cause I'm on a plane. And I was like, "Damn!" First, basically the first three plays of the game, deck goes back to throw and gets sacked. Let me tell y'all something. I've been covering football since 1995 at the NFL level. Um, I have seen some of the worst cowboy teams ever, like the 2000 team uh, with Quincy Carter that got beat 31 nothing on Christmas Eve uh, by the Titans. That might have been 2002. Whatever it was.
1: team with Chad Hutchinson on it.
0: Yeah, I've seen some bad football. I don't believe I have ever seen a dude get sacked on the first three plays of the game or the first three pass attempts. I know one of them was negated by a penalty, but still. I mean, I was like, what the hell? Are they going to gain any yards today? Yeah. Yeah. And so the the Rams came out balling. They have dominated. They're about to get the ball back in good field position. Maybe go down and score because they're feeling it. And you're like, damn, boy, this going to be an all-day sucker here. Tweet. Oh, shoot. Because he got sacked on that play. Yeah. And uh, illegal contact, first down. And then they go back and show the replay. And uh, I listen to uh, whoever their head of officiating comes in. He goes, technically that is a penalty in the spirit of the rule but it's not really a penalty I mean it's technically It is a penalty
1: outside, and I would, outside the frame of the body And all of that Yeah
0: I would say that's more That's like if you get pulled over For going 60 In the 55 And the guy goes Or the woman The person The officer goes Well got you speeding You're going 60 in the 55
1: You're like more Really like, dog? More like 57 dog In the 55 That's how egregious it was That they didn't Italian oh really? Yeah. You
0: don't give me a ticket for that? Really? I mean, come on, dog. No, really? Yeah. Yes, I am. You violated the law, and that's kind of what it was. Well, dude, they took advantage of that second chance, and they just went crazy on the rest of the drive. It was the damnest thing I ever seen. It was like zip to uh, to Gallup. I mean, to a CD. Then zip Gallup made a nice catch. And then Brandon, they're like, oh, Brandon Cook's down there for 19. Wow. Uh, and they had four explosive plays on the drive. And Jake Ferguson's like, oh, Jake Ferguson. Yo, what's up, dog? With kind of a mini one handed catch stretched out, parallel to the ground. And just like that, that one penalty breathed life into the Cowboys, sucked a little energy out the Rams. It was seven nothing. But then the Rams went down and kicked the field goal So it's 7-3 And I'm thinking at that point We got a high scoring exciting ball game About to come on And then dude The thing turned in like 3 minutes Between um, The Cowboys driving for a field goal Deron Bland Running the pick back Sam Williams blocking the punt Gavante Turner Returning the ensuing punt off the safety for about eighty yards and then City Lamb catching the touchdown pass and in a matter of about two minutes, it seemed like it was two minutes, bro. It's twenty six to three ball game. I mean that was wild. Uh what was your thoughts while you was watching that take place?
1: I kind of look at it I kinda look at Dak like this. I think he when when he runs offense, he'll run it like it's supposed to be if he got time. But when they sacked him two times in a row, and they was hitting him like they was hitting him in the Charger game, I think he realized <laughs> it's going to be the day. Today, I got to get my scramble shoes on. Or whatever I need to do to, to, to extend these plays, I'm going to have to run around again. You know what I'm saying? Instead of doing that one, two, three, tied it into the footwork, the back foot come off the foot, hey, I'm going to have to move around. Because these guys ain't, ain't going to be able to block these guys unless I move around. And I think that's him getting punched in the mouth and responding to that. You know.
0: I like that. Because uh, he did uh, on that first drive, he was moving. He was throwing on the run. Yes, he was taking. He was. I like the fact he's been running up the middle. He's like uh, not to the left or the right, but he sees that hole up in the middle and is being kind of assertive and taking it. Uh, and then he got down and slid a couple times. So I mean, he was uh, he was at his movement best, uh, being a dual throw, dual threat quarterback who ain't looking to run but looking to throw. That's that uh, that's
1: two weeks that's two games in a row that he's uh a- extended or added to the offense instead of running it as is. You know, it, it looked a lot more it looked a lot he looked a lot more comfortable because he was adding to it. That's what I'm saying.
0: And you know, nobody wants to hear this. Uh you know, I argue with Clarence all the time about stuff like this.
1: He's a killer.
0: Is what I argue with him about is reasons and excuses. It just needs to be done. Like dog, sometimes there are reasons why things happen. And I like to explain it to this. And as you as somebody who's in the service, I don't know that officers care. But to me a reason is this didn't happen because of this. An excuse is it ain't my fault this didn't happen because of this. Uh, Because sometimes things just happen. Like, if I had missed my flight today, I would say I missed my flight because there was some hang-up at LAX uh, security, and they weren't letting people through. See, the TSA people weren't letting people through. They just, like, stopped. And they just stopped security for, like, 30 minutes. So I would say, hey, here's why I missed the flight. TSA out of my control Blase, blase, blase If I was making an excuse It'd be like hey it ain't my fault uh, That I got there 30 minutes beforehand That's just what happened So anyway I guess what I'm saying is I forgot what I was saying dog. I don't
1: know That's what I'm saying I'm trying to figure out where the hell you're going So we might want to just put that down and Walk away from it You know what I'm saying we might want to put that down. I told
0: away. y'all I, yeah, yeah. I told y'all I was loopy yeah. from my travels today. All right. There was a great point I was making when I started. Yeah. I don't know what that point was when I finished. I'm trying so to follow. I'm, I'm uh you gonna put maybe to hey,
1: hey, come to me. Let's put that down, walk away from it, right? <laughs> How about we do that? that over That's there. a
0: grenade. We gonna put that thing down and run to the other side and jump in the ditch right quick.
1: That's some movie shit, but all right <laughs> <laughs> then. Right.
0: You know what's happening? Let me tell you, I, okay. What's happening is Hartfield's starting to feel so much comfortable, he, started, he really starting to act like himself. And so I be getting all these tweets. Hey, I like the riff-raff between you and uh, Hartfield. He's pithy, he's funny. I like...
1: What is pithy, dog? <laughs>
0: Pithy is, uh, now,
1: let, okay, we, we 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 getting off the rails. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead Pithy. what you was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't think I wanna know what the hell that is, but no. Piffy
0: is just like a, a little smart ass comment. Oh, that's okay. Like, All right So uh but anyway. I got that. Uh the Dallas Cowboys are playing good. Uh the game turned in an instant. And now, uh, you know, the thing that's cool is uh... We'll see what happens now bro Because um, They got another showdown next week They failed miserably Their first showdown test Hammered on the road By the 49ers Next week ah, this, this is what We love about sports bro Next week 6-1 and one Philly Versus 5-2 and two Dallas First place For now in the NFC East, on the line. Dallas playing well last two weeks. Really well. Seemed like they're starting to figure some things out. Philly, not playing to its potential, but winning games. They understand how to win games. No matter how they look, at the end of the day, they figure out how to win games. And that, friends, is important because that's what winning teams do, just like teams like the Cardinals figure out how to lose games. Like, for real. They could be dominating the, whole of the game, and they'll turn around and lose it unless they're playing your Dallas Cowboys. Still, the only team Arizona's beating this year. Uh, so, so I can't wait for the showdown. I believe the Cowboys will come to play uh they're not a perfect team right now by any stretch but I think they're playing really good football and what I think Joe is saying is and I think this is what some of that abstract story had to do with <laughs> is, yeah. is Dak is figuring out how to make this offense his own like how can I how can I take what McCarthy's giving him and do my own interpretation of it Uh. Somebody once told me, this. It seemed like it was, uh, I can't remember who it was. It was some receiver. It could have been Keyshawn. And he was talking about running routes. And he's like, when you look at a route tree, it says you run a post like this. You go 12 yards, put your foot in the ground one way, and kind of angle your body the other way. All right, cool. He said, but every receiver puts his own interpretation on the post from your release to how you move at the top of the stem and the break, to how you get open at the end. Every receiver got their own way of doing it. And you could tell, he says, you could tell me to run a post. I probably got five or six different ways to run it, but I'm going to be where I'm supposed to be when I'm supposed to be there. It's, and so what I'm saying is all those receivers put their own interpretation on routes. And I think Dak maybe be figuring out how to put his own interpretation on this offense when to use his legs, how to use his legs, uh, how to get into the plays that serve him best when he's adjusting at the line of scrimmage.
1: Yeah, also, if all else fails, look for C.D. Lamb.
0: Yeah, that ain't a bad uh, situation either. So Dak, 25 of 31, 304 yards, four TDs, one pick that was tipped at the line of scrimmage and bounced off like three different dudes. Um... 133.7 quarterback rating Uh, He also ran four times for 19 yards Picked up two or three first downs Uh, That dude That dude played well today And uh, for all you Dak haters out there You know Patrick Mahomes played like crap today Doesn't mean he's not great Just means he had a bad day Uh, It happens to good quarterbacks Brock, Brock Purdy had another shady day today one of the reasons they lost good quarterbacks don't always play great great quarterbacks don't always play great uh, so Dak Prescott with a hell of a day as uh, Joe alluded to CD Lamb who said this week you know I think I'm a number one receiver you think they want me to help the team that's his way of saying give me the damn ball well he had 12 for 158 two touchdowns don't get no better than that got treated like a number one receiver played like a number one receiver
1: he had 14 targets.
0: That's what we've been talking about. The, the, Brandon the, Cooks the, had four.
1: Everybody else had four, damn near. That's it. Right.
0: Jake Ferguson had four. Michael Gallup had three. Uh, that's fine, man. CD is your guy. Well, that's what uh, I've been
1: talking about with the pecking order.
0: It don't have they to don't. be three to one every week. I mean, four to one every week. But it could damn sure be two and a half to three to one every week. He's your best player, your most dynamic player. He needs to be getting... 10 to 12 targets a week.
1: Well, when they work to take CeeDee Lamb, well, you can start targeting CeeDee Lamb like that, and they start working to take CeeDee Lamb out the game plan, that's when you take Ferguson and your Brandon Cooks and them guys start getting off. That's what happens.
0: Um, They were also 6 to 12 on third downs, which means what? They could extend drives, keep the ball. That allows you to get those guys more targets. Kept the ball for 35 minutes. All of that goes in sync and in rhythm with each other. None of it is, uh, is isolated. They all play and work off each other. That offense today, uh, pretty damn good. 24 first downs, like I said, 6-12 to on third down. Only 387 yards, but a lot of that is just the way they play. They still average 6.1 yards per play, which is pretty good. Uh, Their running game looked pretty good. Uh, on a year where most of the times it hasn't looked good uh, 26 for 102 but some of those in the fourth quarter they just running in the line of scrimmage trying to end the game Tony Pollard looked a lot more explosive today and I thought on the uh, drive where they took a 7 nothing lead I thought that throw to Jake Ferguson for a touchdown now he made a sensational catch to me but the throw my goodness Dak Prescott woo, what a throw I guess you felt the same.
1: Yeah, I did. I I mean, I thought that I looked at the Cowboys and I said, man, they got all the tools. I wonder if they're going to use them all. And they <laughs> and they pulled them out today. They they used everybody. You know what I'm saying? I, they got the deep threat, Brandon Cooks, they got the tight end, they got everything. They don't always use them. Yeah, it was yeah, a great do. it was a great throw, but just being able to to pull all the tools out, all your weapons out and use them was pretty good today.
0: They even uh, got the ball to Turpin a couple times. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he was sensational. That defense uh, uh, started off well early and then played well uh, late. They got a little shady for a minute in the middle. But uh, still, the Rams only had uh, 280 yards of total offense. Matt Stafford, before he got hurt, 13-22 to for 162 yards with a TD and a pick. What they did, man, was they kept uh, Puka Nakoa in control with three for 43 and Cooper Cup under control, four for 21. Uh, And it didn't matter whether Stafford was hurt or not. They kept both of them cats under control even when he was out there. Uh, And Deron Bland, man, helped turn this into a blowout because it's 10 to 3. And uh, we've talked about this a zillion times. The ball just finds some cats. It just does, and and I'm not comparing him. I'm just giving you an example, like Ed Reed. Yeah, the ball just find Ed Reed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep. good.
1: Like, you know,
0: yep. the ball just find Ed Reed, man. Howie, it just finds him, dog. Uh, we all know Dion was great. The ball just find Dion. but Dion was great. Ed it's, Reed was great too. It's,
1: it's one thing to catch a pick, but it's a whole, you know, like like you just. It pops in your hand and you you catch it, but Dion, Ed Reed, and Bland, them guys is running with that ball. They breaking yeah. on that thing and they gone. That's the thing that the three of them have in common is yeah. that they was you know they turned into damn near running backs after they got the ball. They were shaking people and they was gone. But DeRon Bland is just just jumping that ball, man.
0: Yeah, he's a uh, you know I had it's funny I had this uh, this conversation with my son about the other day. He's a uh, and I, I respect the hell out of him for doing this. He decided that he wants to be an entrepreneur, which I think most of y'all know. But he's also in the day. He's also trying to become a day trader. And so he's like teaching himself and taking courses on YouTube, doing all this stuff, man. And so I asked him how the week went. He said, I've had pretty two or three pretty good weeks in a row. And he's in some thing where you have like paper money. I mean, not real money. You have like an account with fake money in there where you can practice. And I said, he said, yeah, I had a rough stretch for about a month, but I think I figured it out. I said, so what'd you do? He said, well, you know, you just got to do the work and you got to trust that the work that you did is good and be aggressive because you know that you did the work. And you know what I told him, dog? I said, oh, it's like when your coaches used to say, if you do the film preparation, trust your eyes and what you see. If you did the work, trust your eyes that on this down the distance in this formation they finna run this route combination, and when you see it, go get it. And I think that's my way of saying. It, I think that's what Deron Bland is doing. Like he's seeing certain things, and he's like, "Okay, if they throw it right here, I'm gone. I'm gonna jump that thing and, and try to make a play." And uh, dude, it's a whole mindset, man. And uh, I think he's got nine interceptions, which is more than anybody over the last two years. Three to the house this year. The bad
1: part of it is when they put him in phase like that, you tend to you tend to give up a lot of yards. You know, when you don't, when you don't, when you trust what you see and you move on it. Sometimes when you in phase, you give up a lot of yards like
0: that. What is what is phase?
1: In phase is when you locked on to the receiver when they oh, asking yeah, yeah. you when they asking you to cover. So you out of phase when you playing zone. Or you might right. be over there. but when you play in phase all the time, that means that you know you get a chance to get shook. That's what. That's why um number seven Diggs was always giving up. You know he was catching those passes, those interceptions. But people were like, oh, he's giving up a hundred yards this game and hundred. Yeah, because he in phase, because he gambling, because he you know he reacting.
0: Well, yeah, I think you'll know, see there's, and you know this, uh, I'm gonna go talk to Daron Bland this this weekend and. and get a more detailed answer. But there are uh, are times to gamble. There's times to play conservative. There's time to make conservative gambles. Then there's times to bet the house. And the best cornerbacks, and what Diggs did much better last year, is try to figure out when to do all those different things. I think the first time he's like, I'm all in every play. I'm all in. Put all my chips in the middle. Up, we all in. Yeah,
1: I'm jumping. I'm jumping everything. <laughs> I'm yep. jumping everything. Yeah.
0: And the next year, he figured out, like, right, okay, I don't need to jump everything. I need I need to, you know, 7-7 seven, seven in the fourth quarter with a minute left. I probably don't need to jump this. Well, they
1: kind of got it built into the defense where when them guys jump something, they don't usually don't give up a touchdown. They they you know the safety's over supposed, the top.
0: Yeah, you're supposed to have somebody behind you.
1: Yeah, there's somebody behind you every time. So that's the difference. Now Dion didn't have nobody behind him. But them guys got somebody behind. Not to take away from what they're doing, because they're still doing an outstanding job, but that's kind of how the defense set up for them guys to take their chance if they want to.
0: Yeah, so um it's uh it's thirty three to three. And I'm thinking at this point, damn, are they gonna score sixty today? And then there was a period of time, I'm telling y'all this because this is just funny to me how it happened. Uh, I didn't see the last two minutes because I was walking in from the Uber and getting situated in the apartment and all this other stuff. And uh, I look up and I go, damn, 33 to 9, what happened? And I see that the Rams drove the length of the field and scored with four seconds left. And I said, I, I really, I, I promise y'all I said this, I said, damn. They get the ball to start the second half. If they come down here and score, it's going to be like they scored, you know, 14 points back-to-back, back. and it's going to be like – it's not going to be – it's going to be a game again because then if they get a stop and score, now it's a game. And, I, and damn if they didn't do that, dog. And I thought one of the most impressive things was uh, as soon as they made it 33-17, Cowboys went for it on fourth down because Mike McCarthy f- sensed that the game was changing. And then they went on a 17-play, 75-yard drive. It ended with a field goal, but it sucked so much time off the clock that basically, unless you gave them turnovers and stuff, the Rams really just didn't even have enough time to win at that point. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I could live, you know, I could live with Mike going for it on fourth down. Like I always say, I don't mind the decision to go, but the attempt. A, a, a drag route with Brandon Cooks, it's all good. Because they're going to play man like that, it's all good. Because what happened before that was they brought in all the tight ends that they didn't like the personnel. Then they brought everybody out and they ran something else and it was like, y'all going to go man to man? He just did a sweet drag route across the middle. And that's a good attempt because it's going to be one or two things. He's going to drop it or catch it. He gonna, most likely he's going to catch it. So it was all good.
0: Yeah, so they did that. Then uh, they kicked that field goal. And uh, at that point, um, you know, to me it was over uh, because, like I said, it was just too much time. And then, um, you know, plus uh, Brett Rippian was in the game by then, son of former Washington quarterback, Mark Rippian. Yep. Ripping. And uh, so the game was over at that point. And so it was just a matter of, you know, I mean, Cooper Rush came in with ten minutes left. Only bad thing is uh, Udogo, the backup left tackle, Looks like he's out for an extended period. He was carted off. Yeah. Uh, Tyron Smith has already uh, missed the game with the Stinger, so they were down to their third left tackle, which meant as long as we had two touchdown lead, Dak was getting up out the game. Yeah. <laughs> it was not fair to put him in there, have him throwing the ball with a rookie left tackle. Uh, my suspicion is they, they need to go acquire another left tackle. Uh, like they need to trade for one dog uh, Not a starter Per se But even if you go get somebody's quality Backup or you get Jason Peterson Backup in there whatever you do Because Tyron Smith and This is no knock on Tyron Smith He's a future Hall of Famer I believe Um, Old players Get hurt more frequently And it takes them longer to recover That's life in the NFL. That's why the NFL is a young man's game. That's life in the NFL. We're not even uh, halfway through the season yet, and Tyron has already missed his three games that he normally misses every year. Yep. And he getting hurt in practice, dog. Not a game, man. We talk about practice. Not a game. Practice.
1: Yeah, I think, not a game. Practice. I think you're right about them needing to acquire somebody. Cause if you flip, if you flip Terrence Steele over to the left, he's a turnstile at left
0: tackle. Yeah, cause he got abused at right tackle as a pass rush.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number zero, Young was tearing him up. Yeah, it is That's what, what I'm it saying. is. Some some people have your number, but yeah, they need to acquire somebody else. You don't think they? So you think they like Tyler so much at guard? They're not gonna move him back out there. I believe so. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's what you were saying last time. Yeah, it's probably what
0: Plus, you know, Tyron is in and out the lineup, so you don't want to keep switching them left tackle, left guard, left tackle, left guard, right. left tackle, left guard. Right. You want them to play a spot. Yep. Get better. So yeah. play left guard, and we'll find a left tackle, and then him and Tyron can swap as, as Tyron is healthy or not healthy. But to me, they – like, again, you can just get a veteran backup left tackle who can play. Not one of them guys who can't play anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, maybe a former starter who's now on the bench or been replaced by a rookie who got taken number one.
1: You know, whatever. So with the trade line being Tuesday, yeah, are you, are you more likely to get somebody in the trade mm-hmm. or are you more likely to get somebody that's uh, um, on the street?
0: Now, I would prefer to get somebody on the trade Because yeah. that guy that, that person has been playing He's ready. They've been practicing yeah. He in shape yeah. It's just a matter of him learning your particular offense yeah. uh, And again I'm not saying You gotta go get a stud I'm not I'm just saying But you gotta get somebody who can play You don't want a rookie Fifth round pick Being your starting left tackle The next time Tyron is out You just don't want it You ain't taking that chance and so you need to go get somebody who can play. Uh, that's what I would prefer. I'm trying to think. Uh, you know, anybody out on the street right now is like, why you ain't on somebody's roster? I mean, they got 17 practice squad spots, and teams are now telling veterans, uh, which is, un- which is you know, kind of makes sense at one level. Hey, hey Hartfield, we need, we want you. Let's sign you. Uh, we're going to sign this contract, but we're going to keep you on the practice squad for the first two or three four weeks while you get in shape and we maneuver the roster and all this other stuff um, so that's why you say so it's not unusual now for for guys to be on the practice squad for a couple of weeks before they move him up to the roster Cole Beasley he was on the practice squad the whole year yeah you know what I'm saying they never moved him up they just had him practicing running routes doing all the things and if they needed him or they thought he was he could have really been an asset then they'd have moved him off the practice squad so that's all I'm saying uh, but to me, they need to go get a left tackle. Uh, you have a chance this year. Clance is right about that uh, when he says uh, it's not what your turn. It's like if you think you got a shot, go get it. If you truly think that it's you, Philly, and San Francisco, and you should include Detroit in that conversation. But if you're in the conversation as the best team, one of the best teams in the NFC, you would hate to be like, oh, okay, Uh, We got this huge game this week Oh shoot Tyron Smith sprained his shoulder in practice On Thursday he can't play And our rookie fifth round pick Is going to start the left tackle In the NFC Championship game Who's never started a game You'd much rather have Oh and here we go with so and so Who's been a six year starter And blah da 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 At least we know he can You know walk and chew gum at the same time That's all I'm saying uh, that was probably the only negative that came out of this game, um, and so uh, your Dallas Cowboys forty three twenty. I keep I keep checking this stat, man, but I can't remember where I put it, so I can't find it when I'm ready to look for it. I got to have a better filing system than I got right now. Uh, but that is that's another twenty point win for uh, the Cowboys under Mike McCarthy. They've had quite a few of those. And that's a sign of uh, when they really get rolling, dog. They can uh, they can blow you out with the best of them.
1: Yeah, that's eleven straight at home.
0: Eleven straight at home uh, sets. Remember when they couldn't win it all at home?
1: I know when they opened the stadium, they the Giants kicked their butt that day.
0: The Ravens beat them up that year, but yep. they uh, they didn't have a home field advantage. And we used to talk about wine and cheese crowd. Um, I don't think the crowd is that much different. I don't think the Cowboys have what would be termed, you know, a great crowd advantage. Uh, I do think they play with a lot of confidence at home, and it could be a case of their team is kind of built for that speed and that turf and the way that they they get it at home. And then I think the confidence they play with at home now is just kind of contagious uh, because they've had so many good moments there. Uh, But for whatever reason, uh, this is the longest winning streak since the 91-92 Cowboys had 11 games at home. This is a huge part of the schedule. They got, including this game, they had five of the next seven at home. Before that tough end of the season stretch against Philly, Buffalo, Miami. Philly at the crib, Buffalo and Miami on the road, Detroit at the crib to end it. That's a hell of a tough stretch to end it with. Um, and so... With five of the next seven at home, you being a very good home team, your Dallas Cowboys need to take advantage of it and uh, and uh, make some hay. You know they need to go six and one in this next seven if they can. Uh, that would put them at what like ten and three heading into those last four games, and position them to be a one or two seed where they can get one home game win it and get to the NFC Championship game. Or well, I still guess they still got to win two now. But regardless, they need a couple home games to help them get to the NFC Championship game. That's kind of the point of this whole thing. Um, let me tell you about Smokey John's Barbecue before we shift into this. I saw the most amazing thing during the game and I wondered if you saw it too. Or if you noticed it too. Um, Smoky John's. 1820 West Mockingbird. Let me tell y'all something. Uh, I've been promising Big the Big Rig One And he's going to get it at some point I just don't know when But at some point, I promise y'all He's going to get it And that's a jam session bowl It is to live for It really is to live for And what it is, man It's a bowl It's either got a mac and cheese base Or a mashed potato base And then you get to pick two out of five smoked meats That's your choice You get to pick it your boy usually rocks with the brisket and the sausage. I've been known to do the double brisket. I've also been known to do the brisket and the chicken. The double brisket, that's, I mean, that's damn good. <laughs> then they put all the stuff that you find on a baked potato, man. One of them loaded ones. I'm talking about bacon bits and sour cream and chives and cheese and butter. And then, bro, you can tell them to drizzle it with that sauce or drench it with that sauce. And it is to live for, man. Whoo, it's good. I'm telling you, it's good. Uh, delicious. And so if it's two of y'all, no problem. Both of y'all can share it. If you got a little shorty, family day. Uh, six or seven, three of y'all, no problem, man. If it's just one, you got leftovers. So it's, it's, it's good. It's great. And um, the thing I like to tell folks is you don't just have to go to Smokey John's. And ask for the jam session bowl To be satisfied and get a little taste of Smokey John's Oh don't forget it's on a secret menu You ain't gonna find it on your menu If you're looking for it You gotta ask for it You gotta listen to the show to know it exists And then bro You can go to SmokyJohns.com. Click on the website Marketplace You can actually order The rub and the sauce And have it delivered way out there to Crowley You ain't even gotta leave your house man you have it delivered out there, and then the other thing is, you. I mean, if it was me, I, I might roll down to wax Hatch and go to H E B and just pick the rub off and the sauce off at H E B. They got them all over H E Bs, Frisco, McKinney, Burleson. There's no excuse not to have Smoky Johns in your cupboard or in your belly on a regular occasion. <laughs> So uh, go by Smokey Giles, ask for the Jam Session Bowl, send me a thank you note later. On that note, my friend, how about those Dallas, and we don't talk about this often, how about those Dallas Cowboys special teams, bro?
1: Yeah, they was on point today. Duh. They had a little hiccup, a little hiccup.
0: Which one are you talking about?
1: When he ran the ball nine yards. When Turpin oh. ran the ball nine yards. You know yards, what that was? You know what that was? What was that?
0: That was, uh, I'm having a good day selfishness.
1: Yeah.
0: That's what that was. I feel good. We kicking their ass. The world is ours. And I already had that big return. I'm feeling good. Yeah. Because it almost looked like he caught it, thought about it, and said,
1: eh, fuck it, I'm going to go do this thing. Yeah. Well... Uh, the the, the the thing that, that got him out the hole was the drive. It was a long drive.
0: No, that's the seventeen place, 75-yard right. drive. Tony, Tony I...
1: Pollard had some good runs, and they got some points out the drive, so it's all good. Don't worry about it.
0: Yeah, yeah. today. Yeah. Uh, but, Doc, yeah. what did you think when you saw Sam Williams out there at gunner?
1: I thought that was amazing. I'm going to tell you a player that I thought about. Ophius Roy used to play for the Steelers, a 280-pound gunner.
0: Damn, he did that too? Yeah,
1: he was big. Really? Yeah, for the Steelers. A guy named Ophius o- 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 Roy, I think his name was. He was a big dude they had him playing gunner. He was 280 pounds.
0: Oh, because uh Sam Williams did that thing, man.
1: Yeah, yep.
0: Uh, Because one, he got a tackle, but another one, he was out there. I saw him do a swim move on the uh cornerback. Got in front of him, and I was like, that dude was picking him up, putting him down. Yeah. Uh, he he caused a fair catch, and he was right in the dude's face. And I was like, they may have stumbled onto something right there. Uh,
1: you you know, got to keep Sam occupied.
0: Dog. No, real talk, man. And what I was thinking was, it, I'm just, I don't know this. I'm going to go talk to him this week, which is one of the things I love about this job. It felt like I don't know. If you know I, I don't I don't know how to say it. You know, we talk all the time about how at Ohio State they tell all the five stars and everybody else, until you start making plays on special teams, you ain't gonna never see the field though. And I tell y'all about the time Zeke came down and obliterated this dude from Purdue on the kickoff coverage. Well, it felt like they told Sam Williams, man, we can't play you as much as you wanna play you we got all these other good players but you know man this opportunity on special teams you kind of wreak havoc out there and do your thing and get into some action and uh you know who knows what will happen if you do that because uh that thing he i mean the block pump was sensational but the the gunner coverage and being down there and and making himself a baller that that was some of the most impressive things i saw today
1: yeah it was impressive or maybe Sam felt like next time I get in trouble I need to be needed. So maybe I ought to yeah. make some damn plays because his ass be getting in trouble.
0: Duh. Uh, you know, my man Deion Sanders says at all time. He says, we should miss you if you're not here. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't just be like, oh, Taylor ain't been around here in six weeks? Who knew? <laughs> it should be yeah. like, you know what I mean? It should yeah, be like, yeah. hey, where the hell Taylor man? Yeah. It's 9.02. He's usually here at 9. I got questions for him. Um, uh, you know, because that speaks to uh, you know kind of where you are and your contribution and your your value to whatever organization you're with. Uh, but uh, Turpin also had a punt return negated, parent touchdown would have been about 85, 90 yards. That was one of the worst holding calls. I mean, I couldn't even get excited why he ran a punt back. Normally you normally you don't even see the, the penalty on on the punt return and you just be like. Man, who down there doing ain't See this time I saw Nation Wright tackle the dude from behind. I'm like, bro, what are you doing, man? You can't do that.
1: Yeah, Nation Wright. You know what he's famous for? His brother. His brother was it was on Hard Knocks. I mean, not Hard Knocks was on. Uh, what's the What's the show with the uh, college football players on Netflix? He was his brother was on that. His brother went to Oregon State too.
0: Uh, you talking about the junior college show? Yeah, last chance you.
1: Last chance you. That's what I remember. I was I was kind of excited when the Cowboys drafted him because his brother is pretty much a clone of him. But uh, really? yeah, he ain't really done too much.
0: He ain't done. I don't know. That he's done anything? Has he? No. Oh, okay.
1: He better than <laughs> he better than uh, what was the guy named Joseph from uh, Kentucky? Because he's still here.
0: Oh, okay. He's skinniest fat guy then. Yeah. Smartest dumb kid yeah. uh, All them insulting so. things I guess He's <laughs> yeah. like that sometimes But the uh, uh, The special teams were truly special Brandon Aubrey uh, He's a weapon right now He's feeling it So just put it down and let him go He's the kicker for those of y'all who don't know
1: Yeah I ain't talking about him
0: uh, 58 yards No problem Right down the middle thing would have been good from 65 66 uh, it, was, it didn't start coming down until it had already gone through the goal post uh, so he's on a heck of a streak his kickoffs are all out of the end zone uh, now it's Sam Williams out there at least for today maybe they got the little gunner thing gunner issue solved uh, with um, your boy uh, being out for the year with a torn pec.
1: Good
0: with, with one, good CJ Goodwin yeah and here's, here's why we talk about this today you can win in the NFL if you got superior special teams you can true that and they showed you today that they can have superior special teams and you combine that with defense and an efficient offense and you can find yourself some places you didn't think you wanted you were, you could go. Uh, so that's yeah. why special teams are important.
1: Special teams like finding $10 in your cup holder. It's, <laughs> it's a bonus. It wasn't expected. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's $10 you didn't know you had. You know, Right.
0: Now what am I going to do with this, man? I'm going to run and give me a McDonald's something. Mc, McDouble value meal. Something. I'm going go give me a, t- a couple packs of cards. Something. What we finna going to do with
1: it? Uh, we're going to do something, but it's all good. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I agree with you. you. It's just a bonus, man, when you got a good special team. It is just good to see Turpin get loose like that,
0: right? Uh, he's gotten loose a couple times. Um, so anyway, all of that was good on the special teams. Um, the defense was good today between Deron and Bland. Um, what do you think about the run defense?
1: I thought it was pretty good. Um, a lot of these teams uh, they don't they don't have time when when you jump on top of somebody like they jumped on top of the Rams. This is was twenty. 26-3 or whatever it was,
0: yeah.
1: ain't nobody running the ball for real. <laughs> they, they, they're not. And and, it, and, it, and it's to our credit. I mean, we only hit Stafford five times. But when we hit him, we hit him. And that's the crazy thing is that, you know, we got him in the third and long a little bit, but they, they had to start passing. You know, the game just fell to pieces for the Rams so fast they really didn't have a chance to do nothing.
0: No, nah, I'm telling you, it's amazing to me again how it just fell apart. Uh, like I was trying to see, so I was trying to see what the time was. Okay, so with 43 seconds left in the first quarter, Dallas kicks a field goal and it's 4 3. I mean, it's 10 to 3. Two minutes and 15 seconds into the second quarter, it's 26 to 3. You <laughs> see what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean it went that fast. Yeah. So, what is that? That's like a three minutes stretch of game time, and it went from ten to three to twenty six to three, and it's a wrap. because yeah. you're not coming back from that ninety nine percent of the time. Uh, you may make it interesting, and they did for a minute, but you're not. It's so hard to come back from that because the other team has to help you. Yeah, and if you don't turn it over or give them eighty yard touchdown passes, it's just impossible to come back.
1: Yeah, I was watching uh Todd McVeigh and I I saw him talking to Matthew Stafford and I thought I know he was like, Man, do I have to coach this guy every minute of every game? Evidently I do. It just it just that's what it looked like. You know.
0: But uh, you traded
1: you asked for him, you traded for him. Yeah. You got rid yeah. of Jared Goff for him. That's yeah. your that's your guy.
0: Nah, uh who's Todd McVeigh?
1: Did I say Todd McVeigh?
0: Yeah, is that I
1: meant, somebody
0: I mean John McVeigh.
1: You mean Sean McVeigh? Sean McVeigh. Todd McVeigh. <laughs> who is Todd McVeigh? I know who Todd I know who Todd McVeigh is, but I meant to, hell I'm sleepy too, so it don't matter. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, as as not if me. you
1: get to go off on stock market and all of that and that other stuff, I get to I get to I get to chop a name up or two. Alright then. You know, yeah, I okay, man. Uh, what I'm saying? The you, boy, yeah. With your with I'm not, your with your gone, five man. minute five minute
0: preface and ask ass. So <laughs> we good. <laughs> uh Michael Parsons with a sack two tackles for loss, yes, three sir. quarterback hits. Yes, sir. He was on it today. Um you know, so I thought they did a good job. You know, Marquise Bell with six tackles. He's starting to show up. Yeah. Uh, that's the new J. Von, J. Ron Curse. So, J. Ron Curse in last year's contract. He won't be back. It's a dirty game out there. Uh, Marquise Bell is taking his spot. But check this out. That's what they drafted him to do. When they, uh, I mean, that's why they signed him as an undrafted free agent out of Florida A&M last year. Uh, they had this role in mind for him, and uh, he's doing well. He's had a year to study, red shirt. So is he and playing
1: then, in is he playing in place of J uh, of, of uh, J Curse or is he playing linebacker?
0: He really playing linebacker right yeah. now, but next year but they gonna he'll move be playing yeah. Okay. He'll be playing Curse's role. Okay. Next year. Uh,
1: Number thirty three, Damon Clark, is, is 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 solid.
0: Yep. Yeah, he's solid.
1: They so, do a good yeah. job in free agency and stuff like that.
0: No, so they're getting some good contributions right now. Uh you know they um, and they play to their strength today, which is what they do, and, and I think it is just what it is, man. You know whether it's clans or some other people like, ah, oh, cowboys are front runners. Once they get up on you, they just beat you into the ground. Part of it is, and they're built to play like that. I mean, their whole approach. Now, I'm not saying other teams don't do this, but I'm talking about the emphasis on them is on um, really quick starts to make you one dimensional. So that we can unleash this pass rush on you, because that's the strength of their team. And uh, once we unleash this pass rush on you, it's just hard for you to hard for you to win, and you make mistakes because our pass rush is legit. That's what they say. And so um, when it and that's I think that's why they get all these blowout wins, man. Because when they get it rolling early, and then they make you one dimensional, it's just hard for you to win because of the way that their team is set up and the way that they play.
1: Yeah. It's like you said about when you was asking about the running game. By the time they tried to run the ball, they had a couple of good runs, but they couldn't do it no more because they was down so much. So yeah, it is what it is. It's like you said at the beginning of the show, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, we was like the hell with the Cowboys. It's the, be- <laughs> it's the beauty of the sport. It's the beauty of the NFL. I always say I'm in a love hate relationship with the Cowboys because the beauty of it: one week they suck, two weeks later they five and two. It's like, wow, okay, how we get here?
0: Yeah. You know, I mean, just look at the Cowboys' scores this year. 40 to nothing, 30 to 10, 38 to 3, 43 to 20. Those are all dubs. And then they lose the only game Arizona's won, 28-16. Only one. Yeah. The yeah. only one. The lonely victory <laughs> that the Cardinals got.
1: And they and ran then, through the Cowboys like Swiss cheese.
0: Yep, and then San Francisco blew them out forty two ten, you know, and yeah, they only beat the Chargers by three, but we all saw that game. They was in control of that game, uh, and they beat the Chargers. So, I mean, you know, it's the NFL. Um, you know, if you go around the league and look at how it went today, you know, um, if, let's start in MC East again, where the uh, the Eagles play good. Your boy AJ Brown, he just balling, man. After so, he cussed, after he
1: cussed uh, Jalen Hurts out.
0: See, man, City Lamb, City Lamb, he cussed, C. D. C. D. Lamb he, he cussed out Dak publicly. Not really cussed him out, but you know was speaking pointedly. Yeah. Although AJ Brown looked like he really did cuss Jalen out.
1: He was cussing him out. I think he's <laughs> he's averaged 125 yards a game since then.
0: Well, he got six straight, which uh, set a new NFL record with six straight games of more than 125 yards. Time, you got to speak up. He was eight for 130 and two touchdowns today. Devontae Smith, seven for 99 and a touchdown. Cowboys going to have their hands full with them cats next week. Um, But uh, like I said, they were down 14-3 early, came back, beat Washington 38-31. Washington, three and five. Uh, they're a scrappy little team, but they don't have enough. This is a 1-2 division, Dallas and Philadelphia, and uh, we'll see what's up. Did you see what happened with the Giants game today, though?
1: They passed for negative nine yards Dude. after Tyrod Taylor, Taylor got hurt.
0: I ain't never even heard of that, bro. Never even heard of it. They completed <laughs> Tyrod Taylor was, uh, I think, three out of seven for eight yards. Another dude completed one pass for minus one. He was two out of seven for minus one yards, dog.
1: Anybody who bought a ticket should get their money back.
0: How do you pass for minus nine yards in today's NFL? In a
1: pro game. Anybody anybody who paid their money, you should get your you should get your money back. You should get what you paid for parking. Uh if you bought two if you bought two nachos and two cokes, you should get all that money back. I'm gonna watch my quarterback <laughs> throw for a negative nine. How the hell are he even on the roster? If we're doing that. Bruh, you don't trust him uh, that
0: much. It's amazing. It's amazing.
1: Back up to the backup. If you put Trey Lance in right now,
0: he I think more than minus he, nine. He, he gonna throw
1: for more than minus nine. I'm telling you, he don't even know the offense really. He gonna throw for more than minus nine.
0: Yes. So anyway, uh, you throw for minus nine, you deserve to lose to the lowly Jets, who are not so low. Not, not uh, at all.
1: They playing better.
0: No. Nah, I mean, real talk, the Jets ain't no good. But they are uh, four and three on the year.
1: Let me quote Heron Edwards again. You you do, you can't give them back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we won the game. You can't give them back. So nope. you can, Four games where we won, that's what we get when we win. Yeah.
0: And Zach Wilson is uh, maybe um, he's learning. He's seventeen. Okay, I think he he might be learning. And I ain't watched the Jets, so I don't know for sure. Seventeen of thirty-six, two hundred forty yards, which is okay. One touchdown, and check this out: zero interceptions. If you just don't turn the ball over right. and help us lose, right. you could be all right. Yep. Our defense is good enough. We got a pretty good running game most weeks. They ain't do nothing today. Twenty-two for fifty-eight. But most weeks we got a good running game. We got a good defense. You ain't got to do it all, son. Just don't lose the game for us. Which is why all these games that they play have been coming down to the wire. You know? Uh, They played the Eagles and beat them 20-14. They played the Chiefs and lost 23-20. They lost to the Patriots 15-10. You know the only team that blew them out? Cowboys. Yeah, Dallas Cowboys whooped that ass. Everybody else, they played tight. Very tight. Because they got a good defense. Uh, so, you know, uh, we said that because the Giants are 2-6. and six, They're out of it now. Uh, if I was them dog, you know what I would do? Alright, moving right along here, as I try to avoid killing myself. Uh... The Dolphins uh, ripped up on the Patriots as I figured they would. Bill Belichick played them a couple weeks ago, and it was a uh, it was a it was a little tighter game. Uh, when did they play them? They played them. Uh, well, maybe it was longer ago than I thought. Man, the NFL season be flying by. Yeah, I said it felt like they played them a couple weeks ago. Man, they played them in week two. Yeah. <laughs> I swear to y'all, it felt, like just, it felt like a couple weeks ago. Well, in that game, you know, uh, Belichick did his thing, had the Cheetah to uh, 5 for 40. Well, the Cheetah got his 100-yard game today. Jalen Waddle got his 100-yard game today, and they rocked the Patriots 31-17. Patriots are 2-5. and five. Last place has their name written all over it for the first time since 2000. I don't see them getting any better. Uh, the offense was anemic again today. And uh, that just looks to me to be who they are. Uh, Before we get up out of here, man, big upset of the day, the Broncos slapped it up on the Chiefs 24-9. You know, that that ends their sixth game losing streak. Uh, That's the first time the Broncos have beaten them since like 2015. Uh, Just goes to show, man, every team has one of these days. That's why it's hard to go undefeated. Uh, The Cowboys version of that we all know was getting swamped in Arizona. Yeah. And what happened, Pat Mahomes, the great Pat Mahomes? Two interceptions, lost a fumble. Yeah, I think got, the Chiefs had five turnovers.
1: Yeah, he got banged around a little bit too. He had some cuts on his uh, on his on his non throwing hand and stuff like that. They was trying to tape him up. Yeah, he got beat up a little
0: bit. Yeah, so that's the NFL. It's a topsy turvy hey, world. Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins. Oh yeah, it. dog. Towards Achilles. Now he just got them back to being four and four. Um, looked like they was gonna find a little rhythm four and four. Uh you know, maybe they make things interesting for Detroit. Certainly get in the playoffs. They still got half a season left. Instead, he tore his Achilles. Um it's probably a wrap for them in terms of the playoffs. They're gonna have to figure out their quarterback situation now. And that reminded me of what I was saying about the Giants. If the Giants are two and six right now, they don't really feel like a two and six team. In their, I'm talking about in their organization. They're like, we should be better than this. If I was them, man, Daniel Jones is out this year. He got that neck issue. Daniel Jones wouldn't play another down for me this season, man. Tyrod Taylor, you can come back when you get this this uh, this rib thing working out, and maybe they can. You know, as long as everybody got a little bit of job security, maybe you can end up with another top t- a year top ten picks that you really wasn't supposed to have. And You can fortify that and really put your team together next year. Does that make sense to you?
1: Yeah, it makes sense to me what you're saying. But damn, when you pay Daniel Jones that money, you know yeah. that's, that's a big cap number. What if you're in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes? Do you take Caleb Williams anyway? I don't know.
0: No, uh, that's a that's a. We'll figure that. We'll we'll have that discussion.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah,
0: because maybe know. maybe we're not that bad. Maybe we end up with Marvin Williams. You know, they ain't got no receiver. Marvin or maybe Harris. We, Marvin Har- Marvin Harrison? Marvin Harrison. Who's
1: Marvin Williams? I don't know. I'm just doing this, what you did to me. <laughs> That's what happened when you're ass tired the-
0: as <laughs> Uh, You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. you finish it, you know, you get the seventh pick in the draft, and you know what you got, so you'd be like, well, we'll get first and the third to move up to pick Marvin Harris, yeah. Something like that. That's all I'm saying. Because then... It's, you know, it's, this happens from time to time in the NFL. You get an injury, and you're not a bad team, but you end up with a much better draft pick than you really should have. And uh, you use that, that draft class to kind of fortify your roster. Anyway, those, those are some things to think about uh, as we move into the second half of the NFL season. Uh, I'll be a lot more alert next Tuesday. Although this has been fun. Loopy Taylor, y'all don't often get him. Uh And so, uh, uh, (laughs) but uh, right after this podcast, I'm going to uh, go to bed. So how about that? And uh, so uh, for uh, big join the big rig, (laughs) and for uh, my friends over there, grinning law. This has been Jacques talk, and uh, until we chat again, y'all be blessed.